Hello everyone, welcome to Sophie Empowers Podcast. In today's episode, I'm having Christine Renee. She is a Reiki master and chakra coach who juggles teaching and coaching through her online school, the Reiki Cafe University. She's also homeschooling her daughter. She loves offering online training, courses, and certification program, and teaching her daughters as well. She balances everything from momhood and her business through Ricky. In this episode today, we are going to talk about understanding of Ricky, her story, and you know how did she come to Ricky. But because she is such an amazing person and she loves you guys so much, she decided to join me on a live event April 7th. I want you to save the date April 7th, 2021 at 8pm Eastern Time. We are going to have a full-on Reiki session, a free of charge for you guys. So this session usually value at $300 per hour. But it will be completely free. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you want to learn more about this Reiki session that will be hosted for free, I want you to sign up in the link below because we have limited spot. If you want to make sure to be part of this session, make sure you sign up ASAP. Okay, love, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. See you soon. Hello, Christine. How are you today? Great. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. I am extremely excited to have you. Can you please tell us about yourself? Yes, absolutely. So I am a Reiki master teacher as well as chakra coach and owner of the Reiki Cafe University where we support spiritual entrepreneurs and those who are interested in learning Reiki really start to see their their dreams and make them a reality. So I absolutely love supporting um, those who are trying to find balance in their own life. Um, I have my own personal story around what brought me to Reiki and how it changed my life and how it supports my family and my career and all of the things. So, um, but it, it just is, was a huge shift for me. And so I'm super excited to come on and share with all of you. Thank you so much for being a guest in my podcast. And as we're going, can you just tell us what is Reiki and what is chakra? Yes. Yeah. Great question. So Reiki is a healing modality that comes out of Japan and it's almost a hundred years old modality. So next year is our big hundred year anniversary. And basically this is a way to look at moving chi. So we hear chi all the time. We hear about qigong and tai chi and the chi and the ki, the reiki, that chi ki are the same. That just translates to life force energy. And what makes reiki special is the rei translates to universal or spiritually guided. So we have the spiritually guided life force energy. So it moves through the practitioner, overflows from them and out their hands to the client. And so it knows, the spiritually guidedness knows where it needs to go, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, wherever it needs to go and guides the, the practitioner where it needs to land. And so it's such a 
um, beautiful, easy, um, and just light-filled experience to really start moving through energetic blocks in the body or healing the physical. So it's definitely a healing modality, whereas chakras are, um, it's more of the path. It's the map to healing. So chakras are a source of um, information of like, okay, there's a block. I feel like I'm having a sore throat, like a chronic sore throat. Okay, so then we're looking at throat chakra. Well, what's the underlying emotional component of throat chakra? Mm-hmm. And in that throat chakra, it might be um, scared to speak your truth or you're not able to listen fully. And so there's the emotional component of the chakras, the physical component of the chakras. And so if we can understand what, where the physical ailments are and what chakras are related to, we can heal them by working on the emotional and spiritual components of the chakra. How you do that can be so many different ways, whether it's Reiki or some other healing modality. Nice. You know, as you were talking about Reiki, all I could imagine is you like you just waving your hand like in circle, and all I'm seeing just rainbow of colors that just floating around. I was just ima- and I was like, oh my god, I would love a session one day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what people sometimes they don't understand that it can really be whatever it needs to be. And so if that is swirling a color of energy that's moving through, that's fantastic. If it's a honed into one area of the body where they have like a physical health area like issue like let's say they have a sore knee arthritic knee and that's where we go then that's great and so it can it can just be open to whatever it needs to be and there's not there doesn't have to be a lot of rules around it but when you leave a session you're feeling more relaxed more at ease more in alignment more tuned into your own divine wisdom and like are letting go of like so many different layers that you're just like, oh, this feels good. That's awesome. So can you tell us a little more about your personal story as what brought you to Reiki? Yeah. So when I was growing up, my father was a Reiki practitioner, believe it or not. So back in the 1980s, he was getting his training. And so it was in the 1980s and 1990s, it was very like a hush, hush, quiet thing. We don't do it out in the open. We don't talk about it. And so I was always kind of sneaking around trying to listen in on sessions or try to figure out what it was. And I was so curious as a child. And some of my earliest memories are like of my father having conversations with the Catholic priest if he could be doing Reiki and getting that permission. Like those are some of the earliest memories that I have. And for me, it was, those were the seeds that needed to be planted so that when I became an adult and I got reintroduced to Reiki, I was saying yes. And so um, he, my father's an engineer. He at some point like didn't do it anymore and was just a busy entrepreneur himself. And, um, and then when I got introduced to Reiki when I was about 20 years old, I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally into this. I totally want to learn what this is about. And I was actually studying um, midwifery. I was at a birth center in Alaska and was learning alongside a Reiki master, both birth work and Reiki and kind of integrating both of them. So supporting moms during labor and in pregnancy and postpartum with Reiki. So that was phenomenal. That's kind of how I got introduced to it. And then a few years later, I became my, a Reiki master in 2004. 
And then at that point in my life, I was, um, I was in a difficult first marriage. There was a lot of difficulty, emotional abuse going on. Um, and I really was getting ridiculed around the Reiki work, anything spiritual I was being put down for, ostracized, if you will. And so I had to kind of be quiet about it and really not let it be known what I was doing. And it was probably one of my um, true instigators to like, I need to be true to myself and who I am. And Reiki is part of who I am. Spirituality is part of who I am. And I'm not willing to let this piece of me go. And that kind of spurred me to um, leave that marriage, take my toddler with me and start a new life um, where it would be accepted. And so soon after that, then it was like things were <laughs> starting to fall into place, at least in my spiritual life. I love that you definitely follow your heart and then more door opened up and then happiness and everything just started flowing into your life. That's amazing. So tell us how can we use Reiki and chakra to bring balance into our life? Yeah. So oftentimes we want to start with the chakras because if we can understand and a Reiki person can help you identify where the chakras are out of balance. So if you're like, I don't even know how to do that for myself, that's okay. <laughs> Lots of healing practitioners understand how the chakras work and whether that's a yoga instructor or a Reiki practitioner or um, some other kind of healing practitioner. Part of that is like when we can identify where the blockages are, where the imbalances are, then we can go, okay, this is where I need to work first. And oftentimes what I find in our culture is that we have this hyper-focus on the upper chakras, the third eye chakra, the crown chakra, reaching divine, transcendence, which is all well and fine, but we're forgetting that if unless we have really solid footing beneath us, unless we have a solid foundation and knowing who we are and what our worth is and that self-worth quality, then it doesn't matter if we can see our spirit guides. It doesn't matter if we can connect with divine source. If if then it's just going to help us like kind of be floaty and anxious and um, be outside of our bodies when we want to be able to bring their wisdom and their divine inspiration into this world. And so when we work on our lower chakras first, the root chakra with its groundedness, with its connection with nature, sacral chakra with its ability to flow and flexibility and create and find the inspiration. And then solar plexus really learning and leaning into our self-respect, our self-worth, our self-love, and really becoming that self-care queen, if you will. Then from that place, you can start overflowing in abundance to those around you. So doing the lower chakra first is so key to our healing. And I don't always see that in... Um, and the way other people approach it, but I, that's where I go. I'm like, well, if we don't heal ourselves first, we're not going to be good to anybody. <laughs> that's true. You're right. definitely your number one and you got everything start with you for sure. Exactly. Right. And then you can bring the Reiki in the Reiki can be the modality that can help balance it. And so you can use Reiki. Like for me, I do Reiki on myself every night before bed. And mm -hmm. so this is just a way to calm the mind down relax the body and let that healing energy flow so that you can easily slip into sleep. 
So you sleep better, you, the, what healing needs to happen, what dreams you need to have that night, all of it can kind of get into alignments. And then, you know, I pull it out all the time during the day and all of these pieces are going to allow me to find that balance. Hmm. So, I mean, for someone who's listening, right, can you just get describe a process of, let's say, a Reiki session? Yeah, absolutely. So you can do either hands-on Reiki, which is like seeing someone in person, or thank you, COVID, um, so much, so many practitioners went to online. And so I had a full-time business, uh, brick and mortar, had, you know, 20 plus clients a week, really busy, and then with COVID, I was like, all right, it's time to switch online. And so many practitioners have that ability. And I love it because Reiki moves beyond, beyond time space. And so it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can send Reiki. And so what that would look like is that you have an assigned time of when you're going to be receiving Reiki, you get relaxed. So even if in a distant session, I would have the person lie down, become relaxed, ready to receive, and then um, I'll start sending it. And what it feels like energetically is that I'm with them. I'm at their bedside or on beside the couch or wherever they're laying down and I'm energetically feeling into their body and into their energetic systems and feeling into where the Reiki needs to go most. And so typically a session can last anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And it can just it feels like a release when things need to be released. And it feels like a flowing in of this beautiful white light healing energy when that needs to happen. So it, it can pull these different, um, whatever needs to happen. So it can be a release, 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 I'm releasing anger, I'm releasing doubt, I'm releasing old identities that don't serve me anymore. And then it can be a flooding in of this, this beautiful love energy that just uh, just relaxes your whole sense of self. And so oftentimes clients will fall asleep. Sometimes clients will feel emotional. They might laugh, they might cry, cry more often. And so they're having this emotional transformation going on during the session that whatever needs to shift needs to shift. So there's not really any talking when it's purely a Reiki session. It's just allowing of whatever needs to shift can shift. And so that's, it's just a beautiful container. Hmm. I love that. Good. One of my question will be like, was, do you speak while during the Reiki session? But then you mentioned that there's not much talking. Yeah. You get the energy talk. And I love to combine this with like a chakra analysis. So when I mix modalities, that's probably what I love to do more. Like I, I love Reiki, don't get me wrong, but when I can mix it with another tool. So I like to do a chakra analysis and that is all out loud. That can be, um, I mix that chakra analysis and Reiki with a coaching session. And then I'm reading the chakras using shamanic techniques, using Reiki to heal them as I go and to get feedback. So I'll tune into someone and be able to energetically sense what's going on in their crown chakra, then what's going on in their third eye, and then what's going on in their throat, all the way through to root chakra. And so that can reveal a lot because I'm gonna be getting my clairvoyance is turned on, I can see things, I can hear things, and it's just coming right out. And so the, the client then gets to feel where the energy is moving. And so that's way fun. <laughs> nice, I love this. So in a coach, uh, coaching perspective of things, right? 
for someone who say they want to become a Reiki, <laughs> uh, you know, coach or a teacher, how long does the training, you know, how long does that take to become a Reiki practitioner? Practitioner, yeah. Yeah. So there's three different levels primarily. So we have level one, and that's all about self healing. And I really love this practice when you take the level one class and you take the level one class alone, because it trains you that you are, you need to have a full cup before you start giving to others. And so level one is all about self-healing. And usually um, that's a day class. If you take it in person, we have an online experience where it's a combined of pre-recorded videos and live sessions and uh, monthly calls and those type of things. So it can be, um, like for our class, it's probably around 10 hours. And that, and it really, it goes back to you. <laughs> it's all about you. And then level two is about, okay, I'm ready to overflow in abundance to others. How can I support my community? How can I support the people in my life? And so level two, it's just a notch up. It might be a little longer class. It could be eight to 15 hours. And so you're learning how to offer Reiki sessions. You're learning how to do distance healing work. You're learning how to use Reiki symbols, these ancient symbols that come with a Reiki classwork to enhance your Reiki session. And then there's the Reiki masters. The Reiki masters is really about learning how to live in the spiritual world and the earth earth plane at the same time and getting more information, learning how to support and to teach um, and to really accumulate all of the wisdom that Reiki has to offer. And so from start to finish, it might be something like a year. It really is dependent upon where people start. If they're already coached, they've already done a lot of their own personal healing work. They might fly through level one and are ready for level two within three weeks. Mm -hmm. And then you want I typically say from level two to masters, you usually want to wait about six months, like do the practice, heal yourself, practice on others. When you start getting questions and when you feel called, then look at the Reiki masters class. Nice. That's wonderful. So how do you really find your niche or your client? Do they come to you or do you, I don't know, how does that work? Right. Well, I think that is totally dependent on who you are. Like I help a lot of different spiritual entrepreneurs. And if you're a coach, this can be something that enhances what you're already doing. You're able to go, okay, we found that limiting belief. We found that place where you're really feeling heavy. Let's add some lightness to it. Let's bring in the Reiki and let's just take five minutes to breathe into letting this Reiki energy flow. And so one of the things I love about Reiki so much is it can mix in with just about any modality. So whether you're a body talk practitioner or you're totally new or you've been coaching for five, 10 years, it doesn't really matter where you're at. You can infuse whatever you're doing with Reiki. It's so beautiful that way that it can really enhance whatever techniques that you've already got going on. Nice. So now tell us, what kind of business support do you offer? Sure. So um, the Reiki Cafe University has our College of Reiki, and that really goes to do business mentorship. We have a signature Reiki, Reiki Accelerator course. So Reiki Business Accelerator course, and that really looks at all of the things, because what I find is a lot of Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs in general is that they um, 
they are so good at what they do. <laughs> they are really can tune in and channel and be that conduit of love light energy. Yet it's really hard for them to make the social media posts or have a schedule or know how to do the business things. And so that course really helps train them. This is how you do market research. This is how you write an email. This is how you can grow your email list. This is how you can have Facebook following or Instagram or YouTube or whatever it may be. It has a lot of those pieces. And then we bring in two calls a month so that we can really hone in on what the group needs. So like this quarter, we're doing create your prosperous offers. And so this is all about taking your own unique gifts, your own unique style, mixing it with Reiki and figuring out what kind of package you want to put together. And then we're going to be shifting over into sales here over the next month. So it's fun. It's great. I love it. <laughs> this is wonderful. I mean, I feel like we can talk and talk and talk all night about this subject. You are amazing. And everything that you do is amazing. But I always love to keep this podcast, you know, somewhat short and sweet, straight to the point. Because now the people, they can't, they don't have the attention span to stay for a whole hour. So yeah, <laughs> this is definitely straight to the point. I love it. I also like to keep, you know, leave room for more questions. We can always reach out to you if they need something else for sure. So can you just give us one last advice before we end this? Yes. If my message to your audience then would be, that you are worthy of healing, you're worthy to take the self-care time and to really blossom from there. Because when we can show up for ourselves first, it can overflow in abundance to all areas of our life. Oh, thank you so much. Christine, can you just tell us where we can find you? Again, what's your program? And yeah, your website, your Facebook or Instagram. Absolutely. So you can find me basically on all of the platforms at Reiki Cafe University. The website is www.reikicafeuniversity.com. And I'm Christine Renee. And so I love supporting all of the spiritual entrepreneurs, all of those healers out there, the coaches out there that really want to make their dreams a reality. So thank you so much for having me on. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, the pleasure has been mine, and I really will love to have you again very soon, hopefully if you're up to it. <laughs> I'd love that. Thank you. All right. Take care. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode today, and thank you for joining me. Remember that you can join me on Instagram at Coach Sophie James for more tips and tricks on how to stay balanced, organized, and how you can turn your ideas into a business. I am your host, Sophie. Stay tuned.